What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Lemonian, the Spitfire Coach, and uh, we are soon approaching 200 episodes. You know, I started this back in November of 2017, uh, about a year or so into my my business, and wanted to just kind of share things that I was learning. I was talking to people, interviewing people, and the Spitfire Podcast has always been about you know, kind of what I'm noticing, what I'm feeling, what I'm seeing in clients. And I have to tell you, I I have been going back and forth on whether or not I wanted to record an episode on this topic. And it's still fresh, but I think super relevant. And like with anything that I do with this show and anything that I put out, through Spitfire Coach or on my website or under my name, it's really with the intent of learning, of growing, of awareness, of inspiration, of motivation. And so if one person listens to this and was like, thank you, I needed that, then my job is is done for this episode at least. So here we go. And just as a reminder, before we get started, if you are not already subscribed to the Spitfire podcast, now would be a great time to do that. We are on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we got it. You can also go to spitfirecoach.com slash episode to check out all of our past episodes. All right, so here's the story, and then I will share with you awareness observations and, and what I learned going forward. So yesterday... I was part of a coach meet and greet for a new contract for a large association in the STEM space. So lots of uh, very scientifically minded, technology minded, uh, lots of big thinkers. And I had had some previous conversations with these other coaches and with the staff and had to submit a proposal months and months and months ago, very thorough. And my understanding was that this was a coaching program, that other people would be coaches, that other people would be certified coaches. And it turns out that I was the only one. In fact, only one other person that was labeled as a coach was a cert- was was not even certified coach but was going through a coaching process to gain certification. And so that immediately made me curious and I started listening to people's brief introductions about their background, about what they were doing in the space, what about what their affiliation was with this group. And I I didn't suddenly, I gradually started collecting evidence about how different I was from a lot of the people. Very impressive resumes. And so this was a couple days before yesterday. Um, And so I didn't really think much of it. I thought, you know what? I'm going to come in. I'm a master certified coach. I've been doing this for eight years. I have a background outside of coaching that will be relevant. And, you know, I've got over 4,000 hours of coaching people. And we go into this virtual space where everyone, every coach is given three to five minutes to basically say who they are, what their philosophy is, what they bring to the table. And I had crafted this message that was more about my company and what we could do and what we've worked on in our areas of focus. And every other person that went essentially used this space as a broadcast of their resume. You know, some people worked for the Obama administration and worked at the White House or work for Bono, or work for the Washington Post. Like, 
crazy experiences that, you know what, I haven't had. And again, I'm, I'm in this space. I'm like, I, I clearly was selected to be here. I'm here for a reason. And then after we did the introductions, we went into these breakout rooms. So each coach had their own breakout room and attendees could decide where they wanted to go. And nothing throws you back to elementary school and middle school than having people select you, a feeling like you're in a popularity contest or that you're wanted or that people find you interesting or that you're popular. And uh, so I'm in this room and I'm like, great, you know what? I feel like I've really portrayed myself in a professional way. I feel like I put my best foot forward and I'm sitting there and I clicked on the breakout rooms and they will tell you the room counts. And so out of 50 people, all of these other rooms have double digits. And I'm like, oh no, because I look at my room and I have two. Well, first I had no one and then I had two people and we did three rounds of breakout rooms and I'm like, okay, Lauren, you know what? These two people are meant to be here. You're going to have a great time. Like you just do you. And we did. We had a great discussion and then the next round came and then I had two more people and The numbers are pretty consistent in the other rooms as well. And after that second room, it was like the the writing was on the wall and the personalization was in full effect. And I, I was in deep. I was like holding it together as much as I could because the third round happened and no one came into my room. And it was like, do I just log off? Do I go back into the main room or do I stick this out? But it it took everything in me to not just break down at that moment. And I felt it coming on. The tears were coming up. But I didn't do it. And thankfully, I didn't do it because I had two more people come on. And so uh, one of the the first person that came in asked me a really great question about kind of my philosophy about uh, DEI, about inclusivity. And I was able to bring up, you know, our our work in the four stages of psychological safety and inclusive leadership. And then uh, there was an older gentleman who... Wasn't quite sure what he wanted to ask me. Um, wasn't quite sure like what he should say. If he, I think he was just kind of like seeing what other people asked. And then he said, you know, tell me how you got into coaching. And I thought, oh my God, this is what was missing the whole time. I didn't talk about myself. I didn't talk about my passion. I didn't talk about, you know, this journey that so many of my clients are experiencing or have experienced or want to experience and so finally, I like opened up about my, myself. I didn't talk a lot, but I just kind of gave the highlights. And I could see that I finally had connected with someone. And we went back into the room, and I was the, the main room after all the breakouts. And I was just like breathing it out, like, okay, we'll, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. And as soon as I logged off, I broke down, like ugly freaking cry. Um, and I think I needed to do that, like, there is something that happens in our body where like you can sometimes cry without even realizing it. Like you can cry because your body just needs to release that pressure and that stress. And uh, that's what I did. I had, I had a couple hours of really ugly cries because it was one of those moments of like, should I be embarrassed? Am I in the right place? Why am I here? Uh, I felt, I felt really silly. Like why was I put in this situation? And then I you know, called my mom and I called my husband and I was just like, yeah, this happened and I, and I feel really bad. And we have those moments because anytime we're in a new space that we're not used to, 
it can it can be jarring. It can throw us off our game and, and knock us off our balance. And typically I, I would, you know, if this happened last week, I would have been like, you know, whatever, I'm on to the next thing. But because it was on a Friday, I had already had kind of uh, two interesting situations with low attendance. So the story was already getting built. I was already collecting the evidence. Uh, so it was just a pile on at that point. And it was like, you know what? I don't really have anything else to do today. I'm just going to go watch my Escape to the Chateau on Peacock because that show makes me happy. It's just like this happy family in a French chateau being creative and making stuff and eating and all that stuff. So so I did that. And and I was like, you know what? The people who know me know who I am, and I just need to remind myself who I am. And anytime I hit these moments of questioning, of being sad, potentially judging myself, I always know that on the other side of it, there's either a new opportunity, there's a lesson, there's something that's out there for me to teach people or myself. And the interesting thing is, I'm like, of course this came up. I'm literally going to be teaching on on resiliency in like a month and a half. And I was, I was actually questioning myself, well, when was the last time that I had to flex my resilience muscle? Like I actually posed that question. So note to self and note to you all out there, be careful what you ask the universe because it will give you some really hard lessons that will set in. So um, I did some reflection. I woke up at about 4.30 this morning and just journaled and like got clear on like, where is this button? Where is this, this trauma that got activated? And we all have stories. We all have experiences from early on where we weren't included or we were last to be picked or not picked at all. Or, you know, no one came to our birthday party or the the event we held didn't have as many people as we wanted to. And, you know, people are like, well, you, you probably made a really great impression with those six people that showed up. And I'm like, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But that's not the point. The point is, I'm going to keep doing this work to, you know, work in my passion. And the people that are meant to come along, the people who are meant to be clients, the people I'm meant to work with, will continue to come in. And the only thing that I can really do is reflect and learn and share uh, and and keep at it. You know, I'm not, my mom said, well, maybe this is a time for you to, to gear down because, you know, you're going to be going on maternity leave at some point. And I'm like, I'm not going to gear down because I got knocked down. Like that is definitely not what I'm going to do. And so I think she might've done that on purpose to kind of fire me up inadvertently. If it was good move, mom, if not like, good subconscious trick. <laughs> so um, it's definitely fired me up in a new way um, to you know take risks, but also know that like I am not for everyone and everyone is not for me. And so if I can pass anything on to you listening out there, you're going to have these moments and you're going to have more of these moments the more that you try new things, the more risks you take, the more you go into unknown environments. And the best thing you can do is to be yourself because you're going to know so clearly who is for you and who is not. And that's not judgment. That's just clear discernment. So the clearer you are about you, the more other people know, is it right for them or not? And it's not a judgment on you. It's not a valuation of you. It just is what it is. If you were for all people, I would say you're probably not clear enough in your message. You're probably not clear enough in who you are because you're trying to please too many people. So this is actually, I'm going to take it as a gift. It'd be like, you know what? I clearly know that maybe this is not the, the space for me to work in. Or maybe it is. And maybe I'm coming at it from 
that not the best angle. Maybe this is a learning process, you know, as I'm moving back to DC in a couple months. Who knows? I'm just going to leave it as a big question mark of we will see and whatever unfolds, I will know when I know. So stay curious, uh, stay aware, stay reflective, and you all keep being awesome.